This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Good golly. Happy Friday. My name is Gianna. Welcome back to the Icon Podcast. And today... Um, you know, we, we had a little pre-talk before the show, so I'm just going to introduce her as my friend, Renee Ruth. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. And yes, now I'm your friend. Come visit Virginia. Um, I'm on my way. I'm just up in Tennessee. So what? That's a, that's a little drive. I'll be all right. I'll be there. Um, Renee. Anyway, so come on. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, Renee, so tell me about yourself. You know, um, obviously what market you're in. Tell us a little bit about that and how you wound up in real estate. Okay, so I'm in Lynchburg, Virginia. It's a smaller market. We're probably, I don't even know the population here, but it's small. We're like a five college, college town with 1,300 real estate agents. So we have way more agents than we need. Um, I got in six years ago because I was just got married and needed a way to kind of get out of a significant amount of debt and support a family of three, went from one to three. So I got real, I got licensed and went in and I was in two brokerages before EXP. Um, and I was actually still teaching university when I first started. And then, oh, wow. yeah, two years into real estate or almost three years into real estate, I was able to earn my salary in one month. <laughs> I was like, so not that teaching gig. Um, oh my God. Uh, do that. I'll do that later in life. <laughs> when it's real. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, so then, you know, how did you get involved with EXP? You got into real estate because the money there um, was more logical. But how did you how did you find EXP as your brokerage? So I was first with a boutique brokerage in town who took me at a 7525. So I don't know how much you know about you know, splits, but like that was a decent split for a brand new agent. And then I got kind of disappointed in that 7525 thing because I was like, that's a lot for them to be taking. So um, I found someone that was willing to do 90-10. And that was when I did my first, you know, I beat my salary in a month of earnings. And I was like, that's a lot of money for them to take and not give anything in return. (laughs) So then I decided that there had to be something else out there. Like there had to be a broker out there that was actually invested you know, if they're going to be taking broker commissions that they would be giving back, you know, so I interviewed every broker that would speak to me in town. So like I actually reached out to some of the brokers and they never called back. I was like, okay, just took it as a sign. And then, um, sat down with actually EXP was not even really on my radar because the people that were doing EXP here in town, I didn't know them that well. And I wasn't it wasn't like it's a, a typical brokered situation. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't a local broker I could go and see. So my friend who's a lender, she actually watched one of Jay Nelson's videos and she called me up and she's like, okay, Renee. She's like, you know, I do numbers. I know you don't. Cause I don't, I'm like numbers, whatever. I don't care. So she's like, oh yeah. So she was like, um, she goes, 
you are leaving so much money on the table. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, and, and also like I'd done some MLMs in the past and it had that MLM vibe. And I was like, Oh, I've already done this. Like, uh, so she's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. <laughs> so she sat down and like, we took what I earned that last year. And then she translated into what I would have been able to earn through XP, like in stock and all that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, I was, the quote is I was leaving so much money on the table. So it literally was a no brainer when I looked at the numbers, which I don't typically do numbers. And yeah, that's how that happened. And yeah, the model just makes sense, man. Even as not a number person, um, you know, you're seeing these numbers and you're like, oh, now I get it. Even, you know, even if that's not your jive, right? So that being said, now that you're over here at eXp, what's your favorite thing about it or something maybe you didn't expect that now you love about this brokerage? So the thing that I was least interested in was the recruiting piece of the puzzle. I was just, sure. I was like, <laughs> well, because at the time I'm just trying Not to make a bad rent. You know, and it's just like, uh, but I'll, and also, you know, especially if I'm anyone who's a newer agent's listening, you're just trying to turn and burn a house, you know, add to the plate, like recruiting. Mm. It's like, who's time for any of this? So I was least interested, but it's become the most like exceptional portion of this because of the relationships I've been able to build. So I've got agents that I'm working with in South Africa. Now I've got an agent in France, you know, like it's turned into this like really incredible way to, you know, not, I don't think of it as recruiting now. I think of it mm -hmm. as like finding people that we can run together, you know, mm -hmm. running, running this life race, real estate life race together. And it's been, it's just been, I've met so many amazing people and it's because of the recruiting aspect of it. So yeah, that was really, cause you know, you think a typical brokerage, you're going to just meet people buying and selling houses and the agents you work with, you know? So right. it's just got this like other asset that's just been, and then like financially life-changing, like those ref share checks come through and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You're like, um, okay. I didn't even have to work for this. Yeah, they dropped what into my account today? <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, I know that's, that's a difference between like the agent attraction and recruiting, right? And then like, they're not just going to up and leave you after this. Like you yeah. are always going to have a little bit of a piece of their pie because, you know, you started this, in, like this, this career path for them. Yeah. Which is, it's yeah. great to, um, you know, have just another income resource, it's you know? Well, and to any agent that's seasoned, like been at it mm -hmm. for a while, it can get exhausting, you know, running that hard opening houses so that there's an, I've heard exit strategy, but I think that's not the right word. Cause then that makes it sound like you're leaving real estate and that's not it, but it's just kind of a, there's an, a, an opportunity to shift what you do, you know, and maybe take a break from selling houses one day or, you know, or, or reduce how much you have to sell one day. So just that that opportunity is available. That's unique to this company. Excuse my dog. There's no stopping it. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm so used to that noise in my background. Anytime that I do not even hear it. Yeah, no, but I know people will. And I'm just going to go ahead and say like, <laughs> working from home, like there's no stopping it. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great segue anyway. Um, working yeah. from home today, we're, we're playing fetch with what looks like the, the Grinch or a Santa pickle. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And... <laughs> So what does work-life balance look like for you? How do you draw the line between work and play, take care of yourself while also, you know, being able to pour time and be available to clients? Yeah. So, um, I guess I might be a bit of a workhorse and I didn't know that about myself. Um, meaning I, I don't, 
I don't have a strong line between work and, and social. Like the people that I'm friends with, like my best friend's a lender and we didn't even plan that. Like we were best friends before and then I became a realtor and then she became a lender. We're like, wait, this works. And so, you know, I hang out with my friends and, you know, and we work together. And so we work or we don't work. And I, I feel happy with my balance. I will say like, and I met a guy actually where I met you, which was at the summit. He was from Canada and he iconed in a year and we were talking and he said, like, I mean, I don't think about it this way, but like to icons, a legitimate accomplishment, like it's an elite status. It's elite. Yeah. But it, but legitimate in the sense that like, you can't just achieve it. Like you don't just become a realtor and you get it. Like he, he gave up a lot of his life for a year to icon, you know, and I thought thinking back to when I joined and decided to icon, you know, I, I did, I gave up a lot of my social life because I Mm -hmm. had a strong goal. And I think, but I think there's seasons in life where you do that. Like I think back to college, like, you know, you're in your final year in college and you're giving a lot up to pass these exams, you know, it's just, so the balance, I guess, is that like, and, and then in real estate, you just understand that you work when the work is there and you rest when it's not, you don't get upset about it. So like now rates have gone up and people are kind of freaking out. And I'm like, uh, we went nonstop for two years, like take a vacation, (laughs) you know, like it's okay that it's slowing down. Like this is the, the ebb, like usually it ebbed and flowed a lot easier. So for me, the work balance, like I have my dog, I'm no longer married. I don't have a family Mm -hmm. anymore, but I've got, you know, my friends are in my work group. And then, like I said, you know, as you bring these agents in, you know, and then my pastime is a musician, and I have to throw this out there. RenéeRuthMusic.com. I'm a singer-songwriter, and I'm like a full, that's my other full-time well, job. Well, then you need to be here, Renee, in Nashville. Nashville. I'm going to be in Nashville in September for a conference for music. My sync supervisor is doing a sync conference in Nashville in September. Well, so I'm going September. If you want me to buy you a drink, um, like, tell me. Drink. I'll be your personal tour guide. That's kind of my favorite hobby around here. Oh, I'll throw it on the Sphere Rocket credit card, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clients, Justin, don't be. I'm just doing my job. Business expense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Renee, that would be awesome, and what a fun um, work-life balance and way to recharge and take care of yourself, and um, also probably gardening or taking care of plants. I don't hear you. That looks great. My plant baby. Somebody was like, "Are you in the Amazon?" I'm like, "No, I just." This is the only window that has sun. So no, I like it. And, um, you know, gives that oxygen, quality oxygen. Okay. We're doing good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what I need. Um, but Renee, you know, let's talk, let's talk more production then. Right. Cause you're an icon agent on the icon podcast. So what does that average housing price look like for you in your area? And about how many houses does it take for you to sell, to be able to cap? That's a great question because the markets are so unique. So I am not in a high bracket market. In fact, I think the, I think the uh, poverty rate here is like 22% or something really high. So our average home sale is about 200K, maybe 250. Um, I average 350K for home sales. That's my average. Um, I only know this because my lender friend looks up all the numbers because I don't pay attention. I just knew when I went into EXP, I knew that it had a 12 month plan and I knew that, you know, you had to cap and then you could icon and you had to do this within your 12 months to, to potentially earn your 
broker pay commissions back in stock. So mm-hmm. I was very interested in that part, right? I was like, because I had friends who had worked at Starbucks in college and they had the same thing. It was, um, it was the stock options and they bought into that. And this is aging myself, but this is like the late nineties, early two thousands. And so they mm-hmm. like, now fast forward to now, they're like millionaires off that stuff. And I, so when I met EXP, when I met EXP, when I met EXP and I saw what they were doing, I was like, Oh, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. I was like, and when I saw it the first time, all I cared about was the free coffee they got. I was like, I'm smarter now. I was like, this actually, you know, has value. So mm-hmm. what I did production wise is I looked at, okay, so it's going to, if two fifty, let's say is the average. And I was aiming high at the time. I was like, that's, you know, 2.1 million ish to cap at 16 K. I was like, so that's like 11 houses. I was like, okay. And then I took the year and I was like, okay, how quickly can I perceivably believe that I could sell 11 houses? Cause the trick is you can't be- like, you can't sell, sell 11 houses in the next two months and your mind's going, no way, no way, no way. No. Guess what? You're never doing it. Right. So what was believable to me? Cause I had sold five in one month. I, I thought I could do that, but because I had rebooted my business when I moved from one brokerage to the next, I was like, okay, I'll do two, I'll do three, then I'll do four. Mm-hmm. And then I should be able to, well, it took a lot longer than that. Cause it was, I came over at Christmas and then it's slow. This is pre pandemic. It's slow till April and then it picks up in the summer. So by August I capped. And then I had my first year, I had four, three, four months left to sell 21 more houses or 20, 20 more houses. And I just said, there's no way I'm not doing this. And I, it was like November 30th. And this last one was closing. And I'm like, come hell or high water. This thing is going to close today. I was like, I'm not, not getting this. It closed on the 30th and I icon my first year, but it, I mean, down to the wire, but then mm-hmm. it became a, like, so I'm a four-time icon. Then it became, okay, I'll, how I want to do it quicker next year. And I want to do it quicker. So this year I'm in my fourth year. I capped in six weeks and I iconed in four months. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to write that down real quick because I like to uh, do teasers for episodes to, um, to kind of be like, Oh, like hear about how Renee iconed in four months. And if you're um, watching this episode right now, because of that post, you're welcome. Um, Hey, hey, hey. If you came to EXP with a thriving business, you could probably do the same thing. But, you know, right. it's a, it, it's that avalanche idea. You know, so when I started, I was just pushing this tiny little snowball, right? And then with the same same effort, I continued to push for four years. And this year, I mean, the snowball, I tipped over the hill somewhere a year ago. And it just like, you know, and now it, it just happens. Like you, can't, you don't fight it. It just happens. Absolutely. No. And, and that's why you, you know, earlier you said people have given up, you know, part of their lives to be able to hit this production. And then that, that revenue starts to come and the business starts to flow and um, it just makes sense. It's, it's just, you know, that's just how the industry works, but it's you got to kind of sell your soul at the beginning of it all. Yeah. 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 And Renee, um, you know, it's more than just production to be an icon agent you also have cultural commitments. So, um, that gives back to the community and everything else that EXP has to offer. So what's your cultural commitment and why did you go with that? It's so funny because I actually knew an agent that came over that was upset about the, the cultural commitment in order to earn stock back. And when I didn't even like question it, like it was like, if so, if somebody's giving you money for free, what, why would you not think there'd be some sort of 
earning process involved in it. Like nothing's free. So I, you know, I'd actually, I was so busy trying to keep things running that they're like, you've iconed, here's a list of things that you can do. And, and mentoring was one of them. And at the time I was bringing in a couple more agents and I thought, well, that's a no brainer because I'm going to end up having to help them anyway. So I just went to the mentor training and back then mentor training was a lot less, it's actually very, and, and should be very detailed now, but yeah. I'm in the process this year, my fourth year of switching to um, teaching in the world. Oh, and that, cool. yeah, that's going back to my roots before I was a real estate, you know, I was a university professor. So I was looking at continuing to mentor and I was like, you know, I think I want to change. So I'm going to do some teaching stuff mm-hmm. and I'm kind of excited about that, but I have to finish the cl- I've got till August 14th to finish a class. I'm like, when do you have time for this? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's, it's tough. And like, like I said, you know, it's, that's why it's so hard to icon. Cause you just touched on it. It's so hard. Cause you don't have time for all of this stuff, but you still, you have to make the time. And that's why it's such an elite status. You know, you can't just be money hungry. You have to make the time to give back and check off all the marks that, you know, EXP sets for the bar to be an icon agent, you know, top two or 3% of the company, 2,400 people at this rate. So Renee, beyond that, there's a lot of benefits to being an icon agent. You know, it's not all for, it's not for not, right? So um, you get a big, rock, shiny trophy, you get your cat back in stock, um, opportunity to go to EXPCon and shareholders. So what about the icon award do you like most and why do you keep it on your list of goals every year? I think it's because I'm a gold. I realized something about myself when I got, excuse the dinging. When I, this is real estate just going nuts. So um, I don't know how to make it stop. So, cause there's a button. I think I can mute it anyway. So I, um, it will ding. The dog stopped though. Good news. So I, yeah, bonus. I actually am a goal. I realized coming to EXP that I'm a goal driven person. If you kind of, if you give me something to shoot for, I get excited about it and I want to run towards it. Like it's, and for me, it's just, it's, that accomplishing that goal that drives me. But I think, you know, I, beyond that, like what I've realized too, is that it, it didn't just benefit in terms of stock and this and the other, like this year, I actually was able to hit the top five agents in this area and there's 1300 and I'm number five, but that's because EXP had this goal and I'm, I'm not, I'm not number five in sale in sales in the area because I wanted to be number five it was a byproduct of me running after icon year after year after year. And I was running after icon because it was just, I was trying to outdo what I did the year before. So I told you I first started, it was eight months and then I icon in the 11th hour, right? The mm-hmm. next month, I think I capped in seven months, like one month sooner and iconed comfortably. But then the next year I icon in five months. And then this year mm-hmm. I icon in four. So like, yeah, it's just, it's that, that constant new, new goals and standards for yourself. Well, no, yeah. and I'm be honest, if anyone's listening from EXP, can we have somewhere to go mm-hmm. after Icon? Because <laughs> like, I'm kind of the like, first one to say that. Okay. Because I'm kind of like, okay, it's not even reasonable to think that I would, what, two months I could cap and then Icon and then what? Like, right. And it's like, it's not even like a, a goal anymore. It's more so of an expectation once you get to this point in your business. So I have to, yeah, yeah. I can't, I ha- I've done every year I've been in. So four years straight, what's really cool is that, and then my ability to Icon is open another door. So for example, as I've recruited in South Africa, they found out I'm an Icon agent. They've had me do Zoom calls on Icon training. So I talked to them about how to, how to Icon, because it turns out 
how you generate business in your little market is no different around the world. Like the basics of real estate business building are, are almost uniform no matter where you are, which I thought was wild. I was like, really you guys do open houses? I was like, like, I was like, and you guys like door knock and they're like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know why I thought it would be different there. I guess I did. (laughs) No, absolutely. You know, the fundamentals, the basics of training are not different around the world. And so it's, it's open doors for me. It it establishes a level of respect among your colleagues, especially who are in the XP. And then it's a conversation starter because everyone, you know, all my stuff says four-time icon agent. Well, what's an icon? Yeah. You know, like, right. Let me fill you in. Right. And and that's, uh, you know, one of the exciting parts about eXp and a big reason you see a lot of big time producers go ahead and making that jump and giving up their team, their own brokerages, whatever it is. And they're like, eXp is the way success leaves breadcrumbs there. That's right. So, and it does. And it's, it's just continued to open doors, you know. So right. my new, my new, with, with the success I've been able to achieve in four years, my new passion is to teach others how to do the same thing. So... I'm looking for people that want goals so they can thrive. And then I'm basically giving them duplicatable, actionable tasks to -hmm. teach them how to get to where obviously every individual situation will be unique, but same there's, there's fundamental, you know, income producing activities that you could follow to hit icon anywhere, wherever you are. Right. I love that. And, um, Renee, you know, my next question is going to be from that mentorship perspective, what does it take for somebody to icon in their first year? Uh, you know, maybe they're a rookie or coming over from another brokerage. What does it take to be an icon in your first year? What goals do they need to be setting out on or big mistakes do they need to be avoiding? So you, okay. My best advice, if you want to, and this is, I've brought in many people and, and numbers have left. And a lot of it was, I think, not achieving that goal and, and frustration and then leaving because they didn't do it. And looking back, I'm like, how did, you know, they had me at their disposal. And that's what I've always said to people. I'm like, I'm at your disposal, but I've also said, I'm never going to care more about your business than you do. And I'm not going to hunt you down. So you're successful. You like, so my first suggestion, if you want to thrive in EXP or this applies to anything in life, Go find somebody who's where you want to be and, and stick to them. Like you should follow them around, listen to what they do, watch what they do, ask a thousand questions, almost get to the point where you think you're annoying the ever living life out of them. And then that's, but that's how you, that's how you do it. So, so many people come in and like, I've offered that. I'm like, you can follow me to every, everything I do. You can follow me. You can ask me, you, I will zoom with you while I'm showing properties. You can hear what I say. Like I've given every, but no one takes me up on it. And then no one, very few icon in their first year. And it's like, Mm -hmm. the only thing that I can think is the disconnect is that we have, we, we, one, we're kind of a prideful humans are pretty prideful. Like we think we know how to do this the best way. And I, I abandoned that in my twenties. I was like, I don't know anything. I'm happy. I don't know anything. Someone else tell me what, you know, you know, so I think get coming in with that humility, like I'm ready to learn. And then that ability. Yeah. 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 If you don't have that, I I hate to say it, but just do what you can do. Like it's, you know, you have to be like, ready. So it's really cool. My, my drummer actually is just getting licensed and he said something 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all in the family now. Like, we sell houses and perform on the weekend. So he, he was telling me, he's like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel, Renee. He's like, I, watched, we've drummed together for 12 years, 12. So he knew me before I was even an agent. He's like, I've watched you go from nobody in this town to talk. He's like, I, I'm just going to do what you do. I'm not even going to ask questions. Like, I'm just going to do exactly what you just, I'm going to do exactly what you do. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. He's like, I'm just going to make it my own. Like he's obviously Fred Jackson and I'm just Renee, you know, but he's not going to like, and so everyone listening is like, so what do we do? Okay. So, so to like give you some quick actionable things to do, one is you need to take the 12 months of your year and you need to break it down into digestible chunks that you think you can achieve. And so what's great about EXP is they are like, here's what you need to cap. Here's what you need to icon. Take those numbers in your market because see my average sale house is different than yours. And then break that down into what you have to sell every single month to get to that goal. Then once you know what every month is supposed to look like, you've got to break that month down into actual things you can do every single week. And then you've got to be able to break that down. How many people do you need to touch to get to each of those goals? And when you start to get it down, then you start to see what a daily task looks like for you. And it is an eight hour plus day. Like, and I tell agents that all the time, if you are not lead generating eight hours a day, you're not working. Gosh. You're not working. Like, you're not. Yeah. I hate to say it like that, but I'm sorry. Your nine to five job is eight hours a day. People get into real estate like, oh, I'll hang out with the kids. We'll go to the pool. I'll do it at my house on Sunday. And then I'll icon. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Like you have got to just pedal to the metal, balls to the wall. And the thing is, is when you think about it this way, you're not going to do that forever. You're not, you're not like that horrible, horrendous. I think it took me two years of open houses. Cause I remember I would go to open houses every chance I had, I was in an open house every chance. And I remember sitting there, sometimes they'd be dead. Nobody's coming through. And I remember that's not the point. The point is that I'm consistently doing this every single week to achieve my goals. And I remember sitting in them sometimes going, one day I won't have to do this. Like one day I'm like, do you know that day came? And it took, it was two to three years later. I don't have time to do an open house now. <laughs> I'm literally, it's not even because I don't want to. I think they're valuable. I think people should still do them. I think you should be doing them if you're a woman. But I, my business built so much. I have to show property. Or, you know, like I have to do, And but I knew that would happen, right? Like I knew all of the struggle to get to these different goals are not, that struggle will, you know, what's crazy is you end up with different things that you're working, right? Like the, the, the you got to have that drive because then the drive will just shift to the things that you're going to. And I think that's why, do you hear him yelling at me? I think yeah. that's why, I think that's why I'm so driven because I, I drive that hard in music too. Like I have musical, you know, so I have this drive and if you don't have it you need to get someone that sells up next to you to inspire you to that because you have yes. to have it you have to have right. absolutely and Renee you know were you ever skeptical of exp when <laughs> the pickle were you ever skeptical of exp when it was presented to you oh yes this girl met me and to be honest I wish I would have joined under her in retrospect can I say one <sighs> thing if you're listening to this you're not in exp know that you want to sign under somebody that you align with like mm -hmm. in business like your mentality similar, like you work similar, like choose. Cause I didn't understand how intense that sponsorship role really right. was. Um, and no one explained it to me because, you know, it's kind of like a hustle people in situation. I don't take that approach with recruiting. Like I want to recruit people where we jive because yeah. I'm going to be working with you ideally. Mm -hmm. and you're going to work mm -hmm. with me. 
Um, and, but when the first woman that presented it to me, I told you, it was just had that MLM vibe. I was like, nope. Like, I nope. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to do real estate. Forget trying to build some, like, nope. <laughs> and then I'm just like, and I say that as someone who believes wholeheartedly in MLMs. You can make great money in multi-level marketing, great money. But then when I got in, I realized that this it's not this isn't a traditional MLM because the money's not being made on the backs of the people underneath you. The money's being made, the broker's actually gifting you from there. Yeah. That's a, it's totally different. Like it's not, I don't get a piece of other people's earnings. I get a piece of the what the broker takes, which was my big beef with brokers in general is they keep taking and they give you nothing back. Like that was my big I don't think this is fair. And like, no offense to brokers out there. I'm like, you had a day where you made a whole bunch of money off agents and that's amazing, but it's shifting, right? Like right. retail malls made a whole bunch of money and then Amazon showed up and they're like, crap, you know, and like yeah. now, you know, it is what it is. It's the evolution of, of business. Right. And so Renee, when it comes to somebody else looking at exp they see the greener grass they're skeptical they think it's too good to be true um what would you tell them to kind of encourage them to come over here you know it's not a matter of if it's when so how would you have that talk with them and kind of kick them in the in the butt to get a move on with it i'd like to say i have an answer to that because i feel like <laughs> i've talked to so many people who are who like see it but can't like that leap. Okay. Um, so I guess if you could go back to your old self, what would you say to make you move sooner? That's, that's the thing. I don't think there's anything you could have said. I think that everybody comes, I think that people come to that place like on their own. So for me, I had to get to a place I didn't understand. Look, all these newer agents, they don't really understand brokers, broker fees, commissions. So it's like they don't get that whole. It took me to understand. Like I had to get to the place where I was frustrated. And then, and then I was willing to kind of listen to the ins and outs. I think I would say, though, if you're hearing about it, actually take the time to listen. That's what I probably would have said to myself. Like, run the numbers and listen, like dig into this before you say no, don't just hear the general idea and say no, like yeah. dig into it and then say no, an educated no. Like, yes, I have looked at this. No, you know, and there are people who say that. I don't think everyone will come over. This yeah. doesn't fit everybody. It doesn't. If you're like some soccer moms who are selling here and there for no, you know, for shoe funds, it's mm -hmm. not the same appeal like it, right. it's harder for them to see the value than a career agent mm -hmm. you know? so everyone's got their thing but i think you're gonna see and i think in the next 10 years this will be the amazon of real estate you know like not everybody buys on amazon not the blockbuster does. the netflix the yeah well blockbuster straight out of business i don't know if we'll put boutique brokers out of business i don't know if we'll be that successful but so. I I don't think so, but I think we will do what Amazon did and give it. I don't think you're, you're pulling them out of business either. I think you're just providing a better model for them to uh, gravitate to. The, yes, I think that, and the broker is going to have to evaluate their long-term plan, right? Because if they don't have agents underneath them, that's how they survive. So it's going to cause brokers to consider as well. Yes, absolutely. And um, Renee, you're going to be at EXPCon in Vegas? <laughs> Yes, yes. I was like, wait, am I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. You seem like you have a lot of events going on. Um, oh. So 
Eh. But Renee, um, that's all my questions I have for you. We've, we've had 30 minute podcast. I think it's been awesome. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with today as we wrap it up? Um, the last thing I would leave everyone with whenever I talk to them is that you can literally achieve everything that you can believe. And if mm-hmm. you can't, you won't achieve it. So get your mind straight. And once your mind is straight, as a limit. I love it. Renee, thank you so much. I would love to see you in Vegas. Um, put that company card to use. And um, would love Nashville. to see you. Looking forward to it. Nashville, Vegas, wherever I see you first. Um, Renee, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you again in person. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye, Renee. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.